Strive Coaching Studio, guiding business leaders to meet the highest version of themselves. And now, here's Michelle, certified coach and founder of Strive Coaching Studio. Hello, amazing leaders out there getting it done every day with all of the things that come up. Welcome to podcast number 21. This is how to focus again. This is all about creating more time, more space, and more energy so you can refocus yourself again. So you can look at your time and your goals and figure out how to implement and get it all in in your day and in your week when your list keeps getting longer and you're falling more and more behind. So when this happens, we many times find ourselves doing a variety of things. We might be spinning around in overwhelm, just not knowing where to begin. We're probably doing some procrastinating of the things we don't want to do or just because we don't know where to start. And a lot of times we're busying ourselves with a lot of other things. Now, there might be plenty of other things that we're doing and activities that we're taking on and a lot of emotions that are happening inside of us. And ultimately, none of us are, none of those things are getting us anywhere. So when that happens, here are some of the tips I like to implement when this occurs for myself. This is, um, I've used this so many times on myself and I've given this advice so many times, but I've just put it into a new and fun and interesting analogy that I've learned recently. So I think you've, you've heard me mention that I've been taking up golf lately. I'm terrible. I just need to tell you that. This, this, I am doing this because I am looking for a fun activity that I can do for a very long time to get me outdoors, which is what I really enjoy, and spend time with the people I love. Those are my main priorities. But in order to do that, I have to be fairly decent. So therefore, I am taking some golfing lessons to get at least some foundational basic things. So last week, I took my very first professional golfing lessons. Now, keep in mind, a lot of people have given me a lot of tips and advice along the way. And honestly, most of it's been good. But usually it's very frustrating because everybody has a different idea of what you need to be doing. So now I've gotten some professional advice and I learned the best analogy that I thought to myself, I am going to use this analogy with everything I do from now on. So first and foremost, this is my new favorite analogy. I like to apply it now to the think box versus play box practice. So some of you may have heard of this before. I had not, but it actually is a golf instructor analogy, and, and it's probably been used in a lot of different sports and strategies. Please forgive me if there is someone who has created this concept and I am not crediting them properly. I did a little bit of research, but I did not look extensively as to all the different sports and all the different coaches that this probably applies to. But the basic concept is taking an approach with golf, where when you step up to the ball, you've already gotten the, you've already um, pulled up to where your your first tee box is, and you approach the ball from behind and you stay back in one box of defined space, where you take it all in, you assess the facts, you look at all the details 
for a moment. You check the wind, the topography, the conditions, the distance, all the specifics of the shot you're about to take. You consider from there what your plan for how you will hit the ball, which club you will use, where you're going to stand, what your stance will be, how hard you're going to hit it. All those details are assessed and then determined from that place, from the think box, standing back from the play area. So that's where you make all of your decisions. You assess, you plan, you make a decision. That's the think box, okay? Then, and only then, after you've done all that, you go grab the club you want, although some people just grab their club ahead of time because they already have a decent idea which one they are going to use, but you might change at that point. And then you step up to the play box, which is basically the tee or the area where the ball is sitting. And that's the area where you're going to stand to take your shot. And you commit. That's where you commit to exactly the decisions you've already made. You don't second guess them. You don't question yourself. You don't reevaluate. All that's off of your mind and you're completely, it's completely out of your head. Now it's just the time to commit and execute what you've already decided. So it's simple. You just act now. There's no practice shot. There's no stretching. There's no reassessing. You're just committed and you take confident action from that place. And by the way, I know most of you are thinking this because I did too. If you really must, you can step away and rethink it, but you need to start the process all over again. So you can't just change your mind and go while you're in the play box, make a different decision. You have to step out and start the whole process over again. And that ensures that you're, in, you're using all of your very best skills, your strategies in your mind when you're making these decisions. Changing on the fly without planning just because the wind changed or you think you misread something isn't then taken without consideration of all the other factors in a moment's notice like that. So the starting over allows you to plan again without just being reactive. So consider this a starting point toward your practice, toward a refocus. So that, so step one, now that you've done that, and now that you understand that, is to revisit your goals and your priorities. So basically you're stepping back from the game altogether for a minute. You're revisiting again what your goals and priorities are. You're regrouping about what the main priorities are and goals are that you're trying to achieve. So you spend a few minutes reminding yourself what the goal is, what's the priority, and if you've written them down previously, you can go back and refresh yourself again. And then look at each and everything that you have on your list of to-dos, all that long list that keeps getting longer and longer, and check it against your goals and your priorities list. If you don't have it written down or defined well enough, this is a really helpful step for you to get you through this process. So really understanding and realigning yourself and revisiting again with your goals and priorities is really important. And that's either checking what you've already done or it's creating something new now because you know you need to to get you through the next process. So this leads to step two. To do all of that, we'll begin step two, which is to implement the practice of constraint. 
Now, the definition of constraint is a limitation that you put on your life that simplifies your life. Many times you can make one big decision about something on a big scale, on a hierarchy scale, that limits all the opportunities for other decisions to need to be made later so that you can focus your energy on just the things you've identified as being important. Less decisions means that you can have more willpower and discipline to staying focused on the big things that you've already outlined are important. So you might set a rule in place that allows you to decide ahead of time, we're no longer going to look at anything outside of this box, for example. We're not gonna look at business opportunities that don't meet this criteria. So when you set a place, a rule in like this in place ahead of time, it allows you to decide ahead of time. That way it's very clear when something comes up, you already know what the answer is. There isn't anything to think about. You don't have to waste your energy or your time that is very precious, by the way, or your, your creative brain power toward anything else but the thing you already defined as being your, your priority. It's very clear to you when something else comes up, when another opportunity arises, that you know you need to say no. You need to stay focused and limit your distractions. You have to be willing to say no. Now, lots of people don't like to do this, and I'll tell you why. People say they wanna keep their options open. Other people say that they're afraid they're gonna miss out on opportunities. And many times, you're really just second guessing whether the decision of where you determined you wanted to focus was even the right one at all. So all of those things prevent you from moving forward. The benefit of choosing constraint from substituting and subtracting things out of your life that don't belong there, create the opportunity and the space for you to have more available energy and more freedom. And it keeps life simpler and easier. It also allows so much more space in your mind to be creative toward the bigger goal that you had, the bigger decision that you wanted. And most importantly, the odds and likelihood of you being able to achieve that first goal are so much greater when all of your greatest focus and energy is put into that one thing. When all of your time can be put in there, the whole thing will go much more quickly. You're going to get there more quickly. So the question is, are you able to make a commitment to yourself and then follow through on it to prioritize what you really want and plan for it? This kind of an exercise reveals your ability to make decisions and make a commitment to yourself. Are you willing to honor your commitments and your relationship with yourself? If you would never miss an obligation or a commitment you make to your boss or to a client, why would you miss a commitment or an obligation you make to yourself? Who's going to have your back? And who's going to give you the hardest time for the rest of your life if you continually let yourself down? You will. You are going to beat yourself up for that in the long term. So why create that situation? Just live up and honor your own commitments to yourself. 
Be your biggest fan. Be your best customer. Be your best client. So now step three, now that you've gone through that process, is you can finally step back into the think box again. Outline your goals, the steps to get there, and map it all out very specifically with every single task and all of the little details that it's going to take to get there. List everything out. Make a map for yourself of all the things that would need to happen. I'm guessing many of those things are from the list that you already had that you came into this process with. And now since then, you've taken a lot of those things off of your list. So what's left in terms of goals and what you want to achieve and your big to-dos can now be broken down into the small steps as long as they're aligned with your goals. And you are going to list them out. And then you're going to put them on your calendar and you're going to honor that. You are going to live up to it. So when you look at an area where you have some frustration in your life or some when you can see some areas where you can subtract something to help you simplify your life or if you can see where there are some rules or big decisions that you can put into place that will help guide you and and minimize the number of decisions you'll need to make following that one that's the areas you can start really putting into place here and then when you get everything down on your calendar, you will know you have a plan. So before you leave this think box, make all your decisions with all of the details considered, knowing that once you leave, you're committed. Nail them down in stone, in blood, no turning back. Make the decisions now, decide right now, before you step out of your think box, because you're going to step out of the think box and you're going straight into step four. And that is your play box, where you are going to commit. Remember, we aren't second guessing. We aren't having doubts. We aren't questioning any of that. We are our only job when we walk up to the play box is to do. All we're doing is taking taking action and honoring the commitment that we've made to ourselves. So you can just relax. Now you're relaxed. Let me ask you, for anybody who has played any sport in their life or had to mentally prepare for any big moment, getting up on stage, doing a speech, whatever it is, when you're relaxed, you're going to be so much better. When you've done the preparation, you've made your plan, you've created your strategy, and now all you need to do, the only thing left to do is to walk up there and do it, you can be relaxed. And now you just get to know that you're going to honor the commitment you've made to yourself. And you can do that each and every time, day after day, all day long. And guess what happens? You're building so much credibility with yourself, more integrity with yourself. It's going to build self, self-esteem. And you are going to be more confident. You're going to show up more confident in this move and in the next one. And when you get up there and you do want to second guess or you do have doubts or you don't want to follow through, just allow that feeling to come up and expect that it's probably going to happen for a little while and know that it's going to pass. You probably will question it at first because it's a new habit that you need to create. And until you do this consistently, it is going to happen. Then 
just trust that you already did all the thinking necessary. You already used your highest power brain to strategize and put a plan in place that you already know and trust with the person you know best, yourself. Now it's just time to do what's in front of you. Just relax and go do it. Promise you, when you simplify your life, and when you, no matter what your life is, no matter how complicated and complex and busy and overwhelming you believe your life is, when you can simplify it, it will be exactly what will set you free. It will be what gives you that relaxed approach to be able to go up and take every shot with ease. You can totally do this. So just recapping, number one, revisit your goals and your priorities. Number two, implement constraint. Number three, step into the think box and decide your strategy. Put your plan into place. And then number four is get into the play box, commit, and take action. That's all you need to do. The results will come from there. I can't wait to hear about all of your successes. Definitely check us out. I'd love for you to see more and I would love to learn more about you. Tell me all about you. I'd love to meet you and hear your stories, especially the ones where you need to use constraint. Get in your think box, get in your play box and get it done. All right, good luck everybody. You got this. Check out our show notes in the podcast section on strivecoachingstudio.com to read these valuable tips. And thank you for listening.